You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. I have failed to obey. It's the title of this devotion. Have you? Have you ever failed to obey God? James says in James chapter 2, verse um, 10. 2, verse 10. Uh, let me read it from here. Yeah, sorry. I, I thought I had it open. He says, <clears throat> For whoever shall keep the whole law, and yet stumbles in one point, he is guilty of all. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. Now, if you do not commit adultery, but you do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy, to the one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What James is saying here, all of us in one way or another have failed to obey. And Paul makes that argument even stronger. He says it in a way that maybe is easier to connect with you and me. He said, now that I've become a Christian and the word of God the law of God is alive inside of me, I realize that I fail to do what it was saying. You see, knowledge will boast itself against truth. You can intelligently know something that you, by your practice, deny. By your lifestyle, deny. You could say intelligently you should be meek even though you just had an argument with your spouse and devoured them with the offense of your words. So you deny in action what you know in knowledge without admitting it or acknowledging it. Paul here says, now that Christ has become alive for me and the word is living in me, he says in verse 15 of Romans 7, he says, what I'm doing, I don't understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law 
that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, yes, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, I know I have the law of sin. Paul is saying, you know, I've come into the place. I want to do what God says, but I failed to do it. I failed to do it. I used to not be thoughtful of what God says. Now that I've become thoughtful of what God says and want to do it, I realize I can't do it because there is another law at work in my flesh, in my human nature, that is contrary to the law of God. It is the law of sin. And every time I, who want to do what God says, fail to do it because of that law of sin. Oh, wretched man am I, who will deliver me from this body in which is the law of sin? He said, thank God through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And he says, therefore, in chapter 8, verse 1, now no condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh nature, but who are walking according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Now I realize I can live a life of sweet obedience to the will of God by the spirit of life in Christ in me. The very obedience that he embodied in his perfect self-sacrifice to the Father, fulfilling all that was written of him, not only in the action of doing that which was spoken, but in the nature by which he offered himself, he now enables and empowers me to do that which is written. So now I see the law fulfilled in its demands in my life by the spirit of life in Christ. Before I was deceitful, where with my flesh I was still lusting after that which would be adulterous. But now that I've died with Christ and live with Him, I am free from that evil lust that corrupts me. I now live in that life that enables me. And I say no to that evil, adulterous thinking. I say yes to that heart of sacrificial self, self-sacrificial love that Jesus Christ demonstrated in doing the will of the Father. Now his obedience has become mine. Oh, my friends, I find this so phenomenal. And don't you for a split moment not uh, uh, forget, don't you for a split moment forget how Jesus wrestled against that spirit of disobedience that you suffer now. That disobedience that makes us stumble where we fail to obey. Jesus wrestled with it. Oh, look at it right here in Hebrews chapter 5 at verse 7 
where it says, For in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement, loud cries and tears, many tears to him, who was the only one able to save him from death, he was heard because of his godly fear. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Jesus Christ, my dear friends, is able to help us when we fail to obey. Jesus is able. He is able to help you. Look what it says here in Hebrews 2, verse 17, the classic amplified. So it is evident that it was essential that Jesus be made like us, his brethren, in every respect, in order that he might become a merciful and sympathetic and faithful high priest in things pertaining, in things relating to God, to make atonement, propitiation for the people's sins, to make atonement for our disobedience. Pastor Robert, have you ever failed to obey? Painfully so. Painfully so. Painfully so. One time I went to go see a man of God and the Lord had kept telling me, don't go, don't go, don't go. He told me and I didn't listen because of my love for that man. I, I didn't listen to the Lord. I knew he was saying, don't do it, don't do it. I know I would never be able to deny that. And I, I didn't listen, I did, disobeyed and I went. And we collided over nothing. We collided. It just, boom. And the pain I felt was not just the colliding, dear friends. No, it was the disobedience. Oh, it was so horrifically painful. I mean, physically, emotionally, spiritually painful. I got in the car, I drove out somewhere where I could stop and I cried. I was in such horrific pain. What pain? The pain he suffered. Jesus, my friends, does not want you to have to suffer the pain of disobedience anymore. He suffered it for you. Oh, my friends, God doesn't want you to live in that gnawing pain that you're in disobedience. You're not in His will. You're not doing what you know you ought to be doing, how you know you ought to be acting, how you know you ought to be speaking. You know you're not. You know, and that pain of disobedience to his nature, to his character, to his ways, to his word, to, to his will for your life is just destroying you and eating you alive. And maybe, maybe you're, you're hardening yourself against that pain by drinking alcohol, by smoking, by watching evil dark to try to escape it, but you will not ever be able to escape it. And I plead with you, Come to the Savior now before the day of judgment, lest the fires of the disobedience will become like hell for eternity for you. My friends, disobedience is what leads to hell. Obedience is what leads to heaven. Jesus learned obedience in that while he was yet suffering, while he suffered, 
he humbled himself and offered himself to the Father. Come on, take all that pain of disobedience. I took it to the Lord. I cried and prayed and cried and prayed and his mercy prevailed. Oh, he paid the price for my forgiveness and for my peace and for my reconciliation, not just with God, but also with that man of God. Oh, we had sweetest fellowship recently. And I know that God is able to do far more than you could dare ask, hope or pray if you just let him, if you just humble your heart, if you just keep humbling your heart like Jesus did. He kept humbling, he kept humbling, and Jesus can help you. He can sympathize with your weaknesses with your disobedience. He is the atonement and propitiation for your sins for because he himself in his humanity suffered being tempted and tested and tried to disobey. He is able immediately to run to the cry assist relieve those who are being tempted and tested and tried and who are therefore being exposed to such painful suffering. Friends, come to the Lord. I tell you, if you have failed to obey like I have, come to him. And how sweet he takes away that pain and brings back into your heart that heart that wants to please God, that heart that wants to do the will of God, that heart that loves to be right in God's sight and loves to please him. And you come into the sweet peace of his righteousness, peace and joy by his Holy Spirit. And there's nothing in you that would not want to obey. Everything inside of you is in harmony with the heavenly Father by his loving spirit in you. This is the high priestly ministry of Jesus and it is here for you and it will always be here for you. Amen. Have a good day.